feature presentation. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I wanted to ask you about a specific scene in the film, a movie that has wall-to-wall -wall music and is a celebration of one of the most influ influential artists of all time. There's a scene that involves silence, and it's sort of looking at the, the Lion of Judah ring. And I wanted to know the process in sort of telling that part of the story and letting the actors speak and not just simply having the music tell or dictate the scene. Yeah, I think, you know, it's about letting your actors breathe and letting scenes breathe for emotional moments and what we're trying to say. It allows you to get closer to the words. Um, I think you're referring to the visual motif we have in the film, which is a vision. It was known that Bob had visions. Um, apparently he had seen the shooting happen before it happened. And so I needed a visual representation of that. And you have to go back to the beginning. Bob was a homeless child, grew up in the streets of Trenchtown, grew up with an absentee father. He was running. He was running his whole life um, from his identity. And I think oftentimes we do that as children. We run, run, run. But then he found himself um, through his belief in Ja. And the visual representation you see in the film is, is that was the framework. That became the framework for the film in, in a lot of ways to represent that spirituality that Bob had. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and it's just such a beautiful moment. It feels almost very experimental because, again, like you just have an incredible soundtrack as well and, and the music by Chris Powers, who you've worked with before. And then there's just this moment of quiet. And the only thing you can really hear is London rain in the backdrop of that scene. And it's just a really beautiful moment. Um, I wanted to ask you about the structure of the script. Does the music help you find the pacing of the film and the collaboration process with you and editor Pamela Martin? For sure, um, you know, uh, for sure. Music is always, you know, a, a great way to help guide the, the edit in, in that way. And for us, it was choosing the timeline. We chose 1976 to 1978 to focus our script on. And so the songs that we chose had to fit into that window because those are the songs that we depict in the film. And of course, we have a longer first act, and I think it, that's setting up the political context in Jamaica, what was happening, uh, you know, two days before the concert, everything that happens is a long time that we spent in Jamaica before we then, uh, before we head to London. And so that was important to set the stakes for the film, the rhythms of the film, and how the rest of the movie was going to play out. Yeah, um, another thing that I was very curious about because I mentioned Pamela Martin and Chris Bowers and you're also working with Zach Balin again and Robert Ellswit. Is it important for you to bring on people that you've worked with in terms of creating that community and that space where you can share the creative process with? For sure, especially if you respect their work and you know, for them to return again after King Richard made me feel like, okay, we did something special, let's go again. Um, they're tremendous talents uh, who I've learned so much from. Robert is one of my closest friends, and to be able to make a movie with your friends that you love. Uh, Pamela's an amazing editor. Zach is such a fantastic writer. So I had uh, fantastic collaborators in this process who all love Bob. So that was helpful as well. Absolutely, and the music always speaks for itself as well. I quickly just wanted to ask you, you've directed three biopics in a row now as feature films. What have you learned about yourself in the making of these films in very different stories, but also sort of focusing them on moments in people's lives and not cradle to the graves? Yeah, I think, look, you always learn from every film that you're a part of. Um, you try to ask yourself the question is, what drove me to make that movie? Did I do it justice? Um, I certainly attempted or tried. And 
Yeah, you learn a lot. You learn a lot through the, the beautiful struggle of, of making films. This one was no different. You know, Bob was a big test for all of us. His music is so special. Um, and I hope, yeah, I'm very proud of the fact that, you know, the next generation of Bob Marley fans are going to be created and they're going to know that through, through Kingsley and Lashana. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, it's really awesome to talk to you. <laughs> so the first question I want to ask, I was reading the production notes and it says that this was the right time to tell this story and to tell this moment in Jamaican history, but also your father's story. So I wanted to know a little bit more about why this was the right time to tell the story of Bob Marley, but also this moment in Jamaican history. Well, the, the, more, the period I would choose for, as a foundation for tell the story was a very, um, it changed his life. It made him who we, who we know him as today. This period of time was what really made him come to a conclusion within himself, which he says in an interview um, after the whole assassination attempt and stuff, he was speaking and he said that his life is not just for him. If it's just for him, he doesn't want it, right? So for a human being to come to that conclusion about his own life, that if it's just for him, he doesn't want it, he must have went through some stuff that is life-changing, and it defined who he is, you know? So that's why we, we, we took this time period to tell the story, because this is the time period that defined that he came to his own consciousness, to his own realization of what, what his purpose was and who he is as a person. His life is not just for him, it's for people. If it's just for him, he doesn't want it. That's life-changing. And for say, well, we never choose for release the movie this time. Like, it's not a thing where we did plan say, yeah, February 14, 2024, we're going to release a movie. So the timing really happened um, in, a, in a natural way, in a natural way, the way things happen with us. And it is the right time for it to happen now. Um, the message of One Love is what we are trying to spread to the world, humanity. The state of the world today is in disarray. It's too much division, too much cultural division, political division, religious division, wars and violence. And there is no one in the political sphere, the religious sphere, the cultural sphere, any sphere that is putting forward a message to the people that they must unite. That we need, the more unity we have is more prosperity we'll have as a, as a, as a planet, as a species. This is what is doing it, this movie. And that is the most important thing about it and why now is the right time. Because it's, nobody else has the message out there. And Bob still carry this message and the world needs it. Well, especially in this day and age. I wanted to ask you about, I, I think it's so important that you mentioned that, you know, what Bob Marley means to so many people. But for you, how important was it to see him as a man, as your father, as somebody that, you know, had, you know, a, a life of his own and not just simply an icon? Yeah, well, it's important because, I mean, especially for another generation will come up. Cause we always, like, idolize things and idolize people. But for understand that the humanity within us all is what connects us, not the idol, not the, not the imagination of who we are. But who we are as people, it is that that really connect with. So for me, for sure, that humanity of my father, in a way, that brings him closer to us, that show him real. That you know, as a man who can, if he have to fight him or fight him, you know, as a man he has jealous, you know, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a man like we. Just bring us closer to him, make we realize, say, yeah, it's not like you need a special, a special person for love people or for have the idea for unify people. We can do that too. 
You know, you don't have to be like some kind of superhuman being. You can be a normal human being with normal emotions and still have the, 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 the drive for help people out, you know? I, I, thank you so much. I have to wrap, but thank you so much for taking the time to just talk to me about the film and the work that you're doing, and I really thank appreciate you, it. Thank you, thank you so much. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.